This week, coming up from the ashes. I love the fact that they made the killer clumsy as fuck. Oh, dude! Yes. Um, Every single movie, though. <laughs> so, yes. the fact that you can tell that, like, you know, when you watch, like, Halloween or you watch Friday the 13th, you know, you have these, you know, basically superhumans coming after you. Yes. And then when you watch, when you watch a Scream film... You just see, like, the killers falling all over the place. People are able to fight. Today is February 5th, 2024. Welcome to From the Ashes. I am your host, Phoenix. I am your ever-silent co-host, Arsonist Clown. Chaotic Amanda here. <laughs> I'm still laughing, but I'm flirt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so welcome everybody. We are going to be talking all about Ghostface, all about Scream, all about the Scream franchise, guys. It's, it's, that's what it's all about today. Um, first of all, how are you guys doing? Uh, I would like to keep that under wraps. 10-4, 10-4. Saturday, finally. <laughs> I'm a little gassy, but I'm fine. Oh my goodness. I'm a little gassy. I, oh, fuck, I can't stop laughing. Okay, <laughs> I think we're good. He's over there. Come on, come he's on. There, he's over there laughing, like... <laughs> oh. Pushing one out, you know. Uh, hey, you know, hey. Uh, to each their own. But, yeah, so... Today's all about Scream. Uh, I've been watching to catch up all week. I've been watching all of the Scream movies. Um, I've seen the first four. Um, I finally got the first the the first two, I guess, of the new trilogy is what you call them. Um, I, I finally watched that, and I'll tell you it it's interesting. But we're gonna get into it. Um, Scream one, guys. Let, let's let's hear it. Anybody want to take the, the reins on this one? I'm sure Amanda would love to. <laughs> All right, Amanda, let's um, let's talk the synopsis yeah. and what's going on. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not good at synopsis. I'm not good at repeating those without giving spoilers, which, of course, I mean, there's not really spoilers to give here because we're going to be giving all kinds. Um, yeah. We shouldn't we shouldn't we should name the 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 podcast spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. Right, <laughs> right. Like first word of the description, spoilers. Yeah. Um I don't Flurp, do you want to do the synopsis? Because I really am bad at it. Uh I don't what what does the word synopsis mean? Basically give a brief summary of the movie. Okay, yeah. So uh basically there's this standardized white woman uh from horror films <laughs> and um You're very she's, uh, she's dating some guy oh. and uh you think that he's the killer but then he's not but then he is what? and that's the movie <laughs> and, and wow. but, but okay, then Flurp there's more yeah flirt that was a horrible horrible explanation <laughs> I mean, I, I thought we were doing, like, spoiler-free. I don't know. No, no, no. We're, this like, is all spoilers all day. So, so, so basically, the way that it breaks down is Scream is uh, it's a slasher film from 1996. Um, it Number one, one of my favorite things about it, starting off, you know, you get to see Drew Barrymore get stabbed, which is awesome. Um, but basically, you've got your standardized teen cast, um, 
from every early 90s film. Um, mm -hmm. It touches a lot on um, previous slasher films yes. um, leading into like the two the two killers from this film. They really just want to feel kind of that, you know, that slasher feeling. What? Two killers? Behind... Yeah, there's there's two killers. What? Um, That's insane. Well, shit, okay. now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> See, hey, See, Phoenix, come on now. Oh, gosh, I, I'm still shocked on the two killers. Oh, my goodness. Um, So we have uh, Billy Loomis and still, uh, Stu Mocker. Um, just your two standard run-of-the-mills. Billy has a good reasoning um, for the reason why he's tormenting Sydney, um, which is the main protagonist of the series. Um, basically, his dad was having an affair with her mom. Him and Stu killed her mom. Uh, doesn't really get explained why Stu is killing people. Um, it it peer really pressure. does just kind of peer seem pressure. like... Peer pressure, come on. Yeah, like he does say at the end of the movie, peer pressure. And like, to be completely <laughs> honest, I think it was just peer pressure because he has no reason to be doing this. Yeah, I was going to say it. He specifically says it. I love when he gets on the phone like, hey, what's up? Basically, you know, he's like sitting yeah, there like know. dying like, hey. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, of course, Amanda's favorite line. Yeah, he's like on the phone. Did you really call the cops? Yeah, I sure as fuck did. My mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. <laughs> so, so iconic. I I loved every aspect of this movie. Um, it was it was really good from beginning to end. Granted, when I first watched it, it was it was jaw dropping to think that they had two killers. It was it was crazy. Yes. Because I don't know if that's ever been done, really. <laughs> um, but not only that, but I loved Jamie Kennedy in this movie. Randy, oh, yeah. Randy was amazing. I loved how yes. how he was just... Describe his rules? <laughs> nah, he has a lot of them. Rule 632. Right. movie that he mentions. Well, it's kind of funny because, you know... Uh, <laughs> So, like, what was it? Like, rule number one, one of them was, uh, you know, we mentioned as before we started to record, Florp was like, I'll be right back. Uh, no, that was rule number three. I rule wrote these three. down when I watched oh. the movie this week. All right, so go through the rules with us, oh. okay? Okay. So, well, first, when the whole thing starts before Randy even gets into the rules, uh, the whole thing that starts it is... Only virgins can outsmart the killer in the big chase scene. And then he's like, it's one of the rules of horror. And they're like, the what? And he's like, oh, you don't know the rules of horror. Let me tell you all about it. And then rule number one, never have sex. Sex equals death. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally what I wrote down. I love it. Number two was never drink or do drugs as they're cheering with their beers. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got one in his hand, too. <laughs> exactly. Then number three, never say, I'll be right back. Which oh. I also thought was funny because as uh, Gail and the cameraman in the van were watching the video feed, um, before that part on the 30-second delay comes up, yeah, Gail says, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I see And that's, that. that's one of the greatest parts of that entire movie, too, because he's explaining all of this while everybody at the party is already hammered. <laughs> right, right. Everybody's right. already hammered. People are in different areas of the house. People are already being murdered. Like, we're already done here. Hey, rules don't apply anymore. I'm gonna say the murder I couldn't, I hated the most was Henry Winkler. 
I hated seeing him die, like, but it was also kind of funny. <laughs> like funny. the way he the way he screamed and stuff was hilarious. I'm, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Well, and then at the party, when they're like, oh, they found the principal hung up on the goalpost. We got to go see before they take him down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, what they all rush out. Hey, it saved all their lives. <laughs> yeah, it really did, though. I was yeah. just saying. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that was that was. Uh, you know? Yeah. Well, and the, like probably the one thing I really liked the most, too, like with this film was like all of the references to other horror films like the nod to other horror it was like i didn't realize i think how much like i didn't retain how many references there are but then as i was like watching it to like take notes i was like holy shit there's actually a lot in this yeah because it's well, like that was, yeah uh, that was one of the things that really kind of like made this movie terrifying for me because a lot of the questions especially when ghostface was on the phone um, a lot of his questions were about real life things, you know, right. you know, real life horror movies that we've seen. And it just kind of like yes. it, it brought out more of a realistic feeling to these movies than mm -hmm. a lot of the other ones that you would see. Yeah. It, well, that's yeah. the thing is, you know, I mean, for the director of the film, you know, and who was known for more of a non-realistic type of slasher film as in Nightmare on Elm Street, um, you know, to come around and do something like this was absolutely amazing. Like, because he goes from the dream world to realistic realism, you know, I mean, it's just like straight right. up. So yeah. it's, it's Which is funny. You mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street, because one of the references is Elm Street with the janitor in the first movie. Right, right. Because well, right his name, dies. his name was Fred, too. <laughs> his name is, it, yeah. His name is Freddy. He's wearing the whole Freddy Krueger outfit, like yep. the striped shirt, the hat, everything. And yep. it's just like, that was not subtle in any way, shape, or form, but I still love it. But that's yeah, the exactly. thing is, that's the thing, though, is when you're Wes Craven, you can do that kind of stuff because that's your movie. Right? Exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. So, you know, which made that even better because they referenced everything from, you know, Halloween to Friday mm -hmm. the 13th. Like, they referenced yep. everything. And yeah. the references get even more in depth within every movie. Like they talk yeah. more and more about this stuff. And some of the references, like if you don't know the movie, you don't realize the reference. Like one I caught that probably a lot of people don't catch is, uh, I think it was Tatum said it, uh, but it was like, I spit on your garage. And I was like, oh, I know what that's a reference to. That's I spit on your grave, which, yeah. you know, not, that's not a major like mainstream movie. So a lot of yeah. people probably don't catch that reference, but. I was just like, oh, didn't catch that the first time around. Okay, okay. Yeah, phenomenal movie back in the day. Terrible, terrible remake. <laughs> that's the one where the that's the one that where where the girl is like straight up assaulted, right? And then she goes around and kills them all. Yep. Yeah. So assaulted I, I, is definitely the word. Well, I mean, there's so much more to it, but I'm uh, you know how yeah, I am. So you know, PG. Yeah. Yes. Well, for me, yes. You guys yes. aren't have to be that, but you know, but yeah. yeah. So. I, I know oh, those I'm movies. Just in general, that that movie, like the 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 description was PG. It's not that you're PG because yeah. yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you 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 got your moments. <laughs> I do have my moments. I mean, uh, to be fair, I'm sure the appeal to half that movie for most guys is that woman spends half the movie naked, <laughs> like at least the first part of the movie. But it's not in a way that you can enjoy that kind of thing. <laughs> like it's like if you enjoy that, then you definitely need help. <laughs> so yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, there is that. Um. I thought about never. Mind, I thought about uh, watching all those movies, but then I was like, "Eh, 
Like I, I, I I'm good. <laughs> so anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, so scream was, uh, quite, um, quite a ride, you know, what about oh, you, yeah. Arson? It was definitely an entry that mm -hmm. pretty much revolutionized the way we think about horror movies. The yeah. whole two killers. I mean, mm -hmm. we've been talking about actors and lore, but let's talk kills. <laughs> right. That garage door, huh? <laughs> the, the garage door, Rose McGowan, just, uh, I'm going to go get a beer. <laughs> right. Let's just so, say, though, how improbable is that to happen, though? Because those things can't handle much weight. Right. Very the odds of that happening were zero, but, you know, it's a movie. Yeah. They made a great kill. I wonder what the, like, did anybody do research on kill counts for each movie? I did not. No, no, I, I didn't. Um, I didn't think about that. I didn't either. Hmm. Yeah, that wasn't a thing that I what? thought to do. You want... Uh, Hold on, I got this. There were seven deaths. In the first in the one? First, in the first scream, there were seven deaths. Only seven? There was Steven Orth, which was gutted by Stu. Uh -huh. uh, Casey, who got stabbed the tongue and then got uh -huh. hung from a tree. Yep. Arthur got stabbed, gutted, and hung from a goal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Riley got his he head crushed in a garage. Her door. Or her door. <laughs> she got crushed by the garage. Uh, Kenny got his throat slit. Stu got stabbed a bunch, and his head was crushed and electrocuted by a TV. And Billy was stabbed a bunch and then shot in the head when he decided to come back for one last scare. Yep, and that's the name. I think that's the number one rule. They always come back, <laughs> right? I think that is the number one rule. So the final scare, the final scare. All right. So yeah. So, um, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I let's 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 watch that because I'm pretty sure the scream count or the kill count goes up with each scream movie. Oh, I guarantee it. Um. So let's let's uh. Anything else to be said about this first movie? Um, just kind of one thing. Um, it's it's a smaller thing. Um, but it it kind of set the standard for uh, another thing that just kind of made it more realistic to me. Um, and it continued in the newer Scream movies, like all the way up until the most recent one. Mm -hmm. Um. I love the fact that they made the killer clumsy as fuck. Oh, dude. Yes. Um, Every single movie, though. <laughs> so yes. the fact that you can tell that, like, you know, when you watch, like, Halloween or you watch Friday the 13th, you know, you have these, you know, basically superhumans coming after you. Yes. And then when you, watch, when you watch a Scream film, you just see, like, the killer's falling all over the place. People are able yeah. to fight. And like, one of the things that I really love is every one of these situations, the killer could have lost. And it kind of like, a lot of people don't pay attention to this, but it's normally the survivor's own dumb mistake that leads to them dying. So it, I, I always kind of loved that. Um, every fight was literally like a struggle for survival. It wasn't just, Oh, you're dead in a horror movie. Yeah. Like, and that's oh god, I couldn't say enough good things about these series. But 
Um, yes, we can continue on to Scream 2. So I, I will say one last thing about that, like you said. Um, I love the clumsiness. I really do. Because, I, and as I was watching it, it's always, you're always waiting for the part where they, they want up the killer just to get away, just to get caught back up with and killed. And, but it's, it's great because, you know, you never know for a hundred percent, unless you've seen all the movies, you don't know for a hundred percent if that person's actually going to die because, you know, uh, as we'll see throughout the rest of the series, other things, uh, happen as well. So, all right. So let's, let's move on to number two, scream two. Uh, mm-hmm. all right, Amanda, let, let's, let, let's hear the synopsis from you. Oh God, me again. Yes. Well, I mean, you, you pushed it on flirt, but you know, I did. I did. that, 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 uh, that was interesting. Wait, 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 really yeah. Think Amanda can start with the rules for scream two. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no, I didn't write, she didn't those, write down. those down. Oh, down. you know, one of the lines. So, well, so Scream 2 is Sydney goes to college. So that's I mean, we're in a new setting. Um, so there's this and then you've got the franchise, the stab franchise. So now not only are we in a horror movie, but we have a horror movie within a horror movie that's about the horror movie that we're watching. It's a whole like rabbit hole, like Inception bullshit. And it's set two and, years after the original. Right. And so, you know, Sydney's gone to college, all the things. And uh, the first stab movie is coming out, which is the whole events from the first movie. Um, and so I, the core group of survivors from the first film are really kind of navigating mm-hmm. um, a having their Sydney, having her safety nets in place Um having experienced that whole thing. And then also with the stab franchise coming out, them trying to figure out like, Oh, okay, this is like, you know, resurfacing some things. And then, then all of a sudden shit goes South at the premiere of stab where they're going to college. Um, See what so happens in like, that? Oh shit. What happens oh, in it, that premiere? Hmm. It's so funny because in. Hello. I think. I think we just had a malfunction. <laughs> I think we did too. <laughs> um, so. Oh no. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so in that, let me finish finish my thought there. Um, so in that, you have the chaos in the theater, like it's absolute chaos. Um, yeah. And and it's funny because as I was watching it this week, I was like, this is. Yeah, like a whole new level of chaos, but it's like kind of related to like how we are as a society with like true crime type stuff. Like me, I love true crime. Do I go on that level of chaos with it? Absolutely not. I sure hope not. I live for true crime stuff. Like I'm always looking for it. I'm keeping up on the things like I'm up to date on like new cases and things like I know stuff. And so it was just a little funny to me watching it because I'm like, they're going absolutely batshit wild. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just a lot. Um, but then like the whole thing of like somebody getting stabbed and murdered in front of a whole theater of people because they're just so oblivious to what is happening. Cause they think it's a whole stunt. Um, which is like the whole concept of like another movie that maybe we'll talk about later on, but like Hellfest, like it's a whole like 
theme park that's a Halloween attraction, people are getting murdered in it and people don't know because it's a Halloween attraction. So it's like that whole same concept of like, we're immersing ourselves in this fear, but not paying attention or like, we just think everything's part of the thing and we're not really being very observant. Mm. So it's, it, yeah, it was wild. Um, but one funny thing with that opening scene, which I never noticed, but uh, when I had Mage watching it, um, he pointed it out and I was like, oh, you're right. Um, is one specific song. So right, Red Right Hand mm-hmm. by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds was in the opening. Like they played that song in the opening with the theater. Um, and that was also a song in the first movie. So it was like a repetitive song throughout the franchise. Right. And I never noticed it. And then he was like, didn't we just hear this song in the first one? And I was like, yeah, you're right, actually. Um, that's wild. <laughs> but yeah, that was probably very long winded. But well, the second movie, City I'll, Goes to College, Stab Franchise comes out. Chaos. I was and sad. And we get some new rules. Yeah, we do. Yes. But I was yes. sad to see Omar Epps die first. Omar Epps. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, Scream 2, you know, it starts off great. Uh, starts off with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith out with another man in 97, the year they got married. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> Omar Epps dying right at the beginning of the movie. Um, that that scene um, is the reason why I open every stall door in the bathroom before I go. It's, it's kind of <laughs> awkward if someone's in there. <laughs> like, oh, um, carry on. <laughs> but... That 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 entire scene is why I was afraid of public bathrooms for a very long time. Mm-hmm. See, I, I've I've never been afraid of that, but um, so yeah, so that it's really is a great movie. I, I think it had one of the best casts, uh, from you know the originals all the way down to um having you know Cotton in there, um. Mm-hmm. You know, even having like Sarah Michelle Geller, like Joshua Jackson, yes. he was in there for like a blink of like for a second. Like he was only like he was in their film class, which I was like, holy cow. Timothy Oliphant. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, and then we, 47. And then we got Jerry O'Connell. Frickin Jerry O'Connell was in this movie and. Like, you know, of course, he's like the big suspect because, you know, he's the the love interest. (laughs) But um, but it was it was a really good movie. And then you've got and then you've got Aunt Jackie is what I'll say. Lori Metcalf. However, Flurp calls her something else. Andy's mom from Toy Story. Andy's mom. Uh, You know, you have all these all these big name actors. We have Rebecca Gayhart. You know, there was just a, a big list, you know, of, you know, on top of the, you know, the OGs, Tori Spelling was in it. Luke Wilson, you know, like uh, David Warner, which he uh, he was the drama teacher in that movie. And I only remember him from like any movie I see him in. It's always goes back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, 2, Secret of the Use. He played the professor in that. <laughs> so uh, or the doctor or whatever. But, you know. Um, I just thought it was really cool. They had a really good cast to it, you know, and and that being out of the way, the movie also Heather Graham was in it. So uh, she played basically the part of uh, of uh, what's her face? Uh, Drew Barrymore. So uh, but yeah, yeah, 
yeah so it was it was a really good cast i i you know so I, yeah and I, I thought it was funny like with gail uh you know gail is like fucking ruthless in the first like with her reporter mindset in the first film and then it's like in this film like the fucking tables have turned and like they're all of the reporters are like harassing the snot out of her and she's getting pissed off i'm like huh doesn't feel great <laughs> does it bitch what? <laughs> Let's face it, Gail is a douche throughout the whole series God, when it comes to stuff Gail, like that. I just, I can't, I can't deal with her. I cannot. She's just too much. She's a fucking distraction the entire franchise. Yeah. And she's the reason some people get murdered or, and or stabbed. Right. Like, let's be honest. Well, let's um, be honest. Sydney is also part of the reason too, like some of them well, die. Yeah, but like it specifically in the second film, like with Dewey and Gail when they're like checking the film mm -hmm. um and she's in the like soundproof room and dewey's like gail gail and she can't hear him and then he gets sad because he's not paying attention because he's more worried about getting gail's fucking attention yeah like she's just a distraction the Poor whole dewey. franchise dewey listen that may was stabbed so many development times. though 10 out of 10 oh i agree i agree 10 out of 10 i i totally agree dewey's probably my favorite character let's be honest yeah so okay so yeah. so yeah that movie was amazing i i i listed i would list it higher than what some people would um but i i really like the cast in it that's that's my number yeah. one thing and let's talk about the killers of this movie like mm -hmm. i mean seriously once again one is just there for shits yeah. and giggles yeah once again yeah yeah i don't know why like like it's really strange, but the killers yeah. are basically uh, Billy Loomis's mom mm -hmm. and one of the classmates, uh, Mickey. And like, they're, they're just like, really like, it, it's kind of interesting how that movie did try to point to a couple of, yeah, of course, like, like in good fashion of uh, scream, it tries to point to everybody at one point. Hell for one, yes. for one moment, you could think it was possibly Dewey or, you know, no, not really, right. not really. But, you know, you know well, what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, in, in Scream 2 did more so of like the pointing the finger game yeah. really aggressively. Oh, but yeah. as it makes sense, because they've already lived through this and they're like, we got to figure out who it is. Uh -huh. So we don't go through all this shit again. Right. Um, which, of course, based on past experiences, they're like, it's definitely the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. uh, and plot twist, it wasn't. But right. Yeah, but if for it to be Billy's mom, like I kind of, I kind of felt like uh, her character, anyways, was a little sus at the beginning. So right. you know, but yeah. yeah. So what were you saying, Flurp? So like, I completely understand. Um, you know the concept of uh, Nancy Loomis being like the 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 main killer. Um, and then of course you know we had. Uh, we had Mickey, who was just kind of fucking there for some reason. Right. Um, but, like, here's my thing, my entire freaking standpoint on this. And I've said this before. Um, I don't... I don't get it. Um, so Scream 2, it's very far down on my list. Um, and the reason being is because of the fact that there's no reason um, for Nancy Loomis to be the killer. And the reason is, is it be kind of it, it kind of shits on the motive of the first movie, because the first movie, the reason why Billy Loomis is a killer is because Maureen Prescott, which is uh, Sydney's mom, 
was having an affair with her father, which caused his mom to abandon him. Right. And if his mom abandoned him, which caused him to become a serial killer, why is, she so why is his why is his mother who abandoned him now the main killer in the second movie because her child that she abandoned right. got killed for being a killer? It it didn't make a lot of sense to me, and also the whole parents being a killer over their dead child's shit. I, I feel like that's a little overplayed. Um, but like it, it was still a really cool movie. I just didn't understand that that I didn't understand why that was the direction mm. they opted to go with that one. Still a great movie, still has my favorite kill in the entire Scream franchise. But um I don't know, the ending for this one was just weak for me. Well, we'll have to come back to that because uh another movie later on decided to play off of this sort of. So, you know, um <clears throat> We'll, we'll, circle back. we'll circle back to that but um any thoughts on this arson before we move on to the next one give us give us some thoughts did we read uh, the rules by the way because i can read yeah, the rules. No, yeah the rules what are the big ones the ones that everybody knows the sequel the body count is always bigger and mm. that's it that's all I really wanted to say. Uh, Flurp can read out the rest of the rules really quick. <laughs> so this movie only had uh, this movie actually only had two rules. Um, it technically had three, but it only had three in the teaser trailer for the film. Um, scrap that. They scrapped the third rule because of uh, something about the never assume that the killer is dead or something like that. Yeah. Never assume that the killer is dead, which. Um, Yep. You know, it's the last line from the first scream that, you know, the killer always comes back to life for right. one last scare. But the second one is in the sequel, the death scenes are always much more elaborate with more blood and gore. And that really did show through right. in the second movie, especially with Randy's death. Oh, oh my gosh, Randy. Not Randy. Like, I'm not going to lie. When Randy died, I was shocked. Um, I was devastated. And when they opened the door and they actually showed Randy and he was like a bloody corpse, it was mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, they stepped it up for this one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh, so, what is there any other rules? What was it? Oh, wait, really quick before we move on. The kills. I was about uh, to say that. Of course, we've gone from, what was it, seven? Seven kills mm -hmm. to ten. The 10. There was uh there was eight kills in the first screen movie. Yeah, eight kills in the first. Now we have ten here. And so listing them off here really quick. We have Mr. Phil stabbed in the ear through the bathroom. Oof. That was oh, yep. mm -hmm. really unpleasant. Uh we got Maureen, you know, that whole that was that whole scene was pretty tragic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wild. Uh <laughs> thrown off the balcony what a shame yeah mm -hmm. randy poor randy slash that man um officer andrews who got his throat slashed um then we got richards which was a bit of a disturbing one for me because he got like was it a was it a pipe it was like a pipe yeah it was a yeah. metal pipe metal pipe the head like it was he was like twitching after <laughs> yeah that was uh that was my favorite um that was my favorite kill from a screen movie oh nice then we got uh Hallie stabbed in the chest once and then you know that 
got finished off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Derek. Derek. Uh, shot oh, in the heart. Derek. Poor Derek. Shot in the heart. He <laughs> was a good dude. He was actually he a, was, he was gonna be a doctor. Yeah, so <sighs> bad. Pre-med. Anyways, go ahead. And then our final two kills capping off the Big Ten are Miss Loomis and Mickey. Yes. Shot, respectively. Mm-hmm. I wanna, you know, I wonder how many people were stabbed in those movies. Well, that's a whole other story for another day. Like, yeah. like the stab oh, count would be interesting. But, you know, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, so, Scream 3. I feel like we're going to be talking mm-hmm. less about this more than the most mm-hmm. of them. Um, but, let's, let's just... Uh, Get that out of the way, because <laughs> by far, in my opinion, the worst one. By yeah, far. yeah. Um, yeah. Can we just skip this one? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Well, so well, so we have to talk about the fact that this was the the first one in the franchise with only one killer. Yes. And so for when we watched the first one, we're like, oh, two killers. So then when the second one came up, we're like, oh, it's probably two killers again, right? And then we get the third one, and we're like, oh, who's the two? And then it turns out to be one, and we're like, what? Yeah. How dare they only have one after giving us two? So let's, so that was wild. Right. So let's talk the synopsis real quick. Um, so basically, the, the the film kicks off three years after the, the, the previous film, Scream 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sydney has gone into basically isolation or exile. Uh, following, you I know, call she, her a mountain woman. Mountain woman. Yeah. She lives yeah. on a mountain with her dog. She um, became Bigfoot. Yeah. So because of the isolation, you know, she does that following the events of the previous films. And during that time, they have made a couple more stab movies, or well, they've made two, and they're in, uh, they're in. Uh, doing the third one and this movie takes place in Hollywood um, mm-hmm. during the production of the movie. Uh, is that about right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically this movie was kind of all over the place. Yes. Um, You know, they, they threw so much. We found out that Sydney's mom tried to be an actress for a couple years um, she was in a few films and she was a complete whore. I mean, uh, she, well, I, I feel like, I feel like that she became that from, because she uh, was your standard Hollywood actress. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that, that damaged her. And I feel like that gave her some backstory to let us know of why she was the way she was. It gave her like an excuse apparently. And which is yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Um, but anyways, it did have two of uh, two scenes in there that my two favorite scenes in that movie were number one, and I've talked about this when we were talking about our top five. Is Jay and Silent Bob is in the movie? You blink once and you miss them. You know, of course, Bob doesn't talk at all, but in in in, in fashion, Jay does all the talking. But they're there. And they're like, it's like on a tour of a movie set of the, of the movie, of the movie lot. And they're just walking on by. Yes. And I thought it was cool. And, (laughs) and of course, Jay mentions about Gail or something or other. And, and it's quite funny. Um, and then the best part of the whole movie is when Randy's sister shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads us to 
the rules for screen. Here we go. Here we go. Mm. Um, Did you like that segue? Do you want to take this one? Well, I guess I could just. uh, I'll do one. Isn't there three rules? There's like three. Um, Yes, there was three rules in this one. All right, I'll do the first one. Uh, You'll do the second, and Amanda will do the third. Oh, I don't know what they are. It's okay. I will send them to you. Um, okay. Arson, I take it you're going to do the superhuman one? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I am sending them to you right now, Amanda. 10-4. So uh, while they're doing that, I guess I will say the first rule. Um, I think there's it was something along the lines of, you got a killer who's going to be superhuman. Uh, superhuman. <laughs> Human. Yeah. Stabbing him won't work, shooting him won't work, blah, blah, blah. You gotta freeze his head, decapitate him, or blow him up. That That's basically good old Randy. Yeah. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Um, rule number two is uh, anyone, including the main character, can die. And then he prefaces, this This means you, Sid. Yeah. That's very important. And then a um. man. And then three was the past will come back to bite you in the ass. Whatever you think you know about the past, forget it. The past is not at rest. Any sins you think were committed in the past are about to break out and destroy you. Yep. So lots of chaos for the third film. There was. Um, yeah. Look, it, then, it interesting could've... fact, there was a fourth rule um, that they removed from the movie. What was that? Um, the but fourth it, rule it, was... Uh, <laughs> The fourth rule was going to be never be alone, but was taken out of the film because Gail immediately goes off alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, not much has changed with know. this except for screen two, basically Dewey and Gail get together finally. Ugh. And then screen three, they, they tend to break up and it's because of Dewey, but it, it's also because as of, he should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gail's the one that, like oh, only sees dollar signs, which whatever. But Gail, Gail really is a douche in these movies. I'm sorry, she I, has her, I, she has I some can't. of, she has some of her shining moments, but then it's ruined when the next movie starts up, like straight uh, up, like every single time. Um, but you know, there. Okay, so basically, the way this happens is Sydney has a half brother, and that is the past that comes back to bite him. And it ends up being Roman Bridger, who is the director of the stab three, which just happened to fall in place, which was perfect for him is the way he basically put it. Um, and so he wanted to kill Sydney basically to, you know, avenge his mother, basically. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it was kind of, it's kind of stupid, really. <laughs> <laughs> straight up but yeah it is the one screen that has one killer only and it was really like like interesting to see that however let, let let's and, and we can we can move on from this movie because i'm not you know it's it's not any of our favorites at all so no. but we will uh talk about the kill count and i do want to make one final remark so um all right so what's the kill count on that arson uh the same amount, actually. We only got ten kills. And who so were they? Um, first kill capping off is Christine stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. And we got Cotton beat up and stabbed in the head. <laughs> oh man, that was rough. 
Poor Cotton. Yeah. Uh, Sarah knocked through the window and stabbed in the back. Sarah, that was Jenny McCarthy, right? I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we got Steven stabbed in the back and cronked with a, fly- a frying pan. <laughs> so, we'll stop right there for one second. That's, like, my favorite kill, because he was kind of, like, this uppity, another douchebag, an uppity, like, security guard that was like, I've got this. This is mine. You're in my world. <laughs> and then he, like, I love Patrick Warburton. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great actor. You know, uh, he's a good voice actor. Um, but, yeah, in this movie, I was glad that he, he took one to the, yeah, everywhere. So, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, then we got uh, Tom Prin- Prince got blown up. Uh, that freak- that gas leak scene was so stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How any of them but survived yeah, it, anyways? I'm just saying they were too close to the, you know, the house. First of all, but anyways, let's. Yeah. Yeah, he got blown up, and then we got Angelina stabbed in the chest. Uh, Tyson stabbed, neck broken, and thrown off a balcony. Oof. Uh, Jennifer, um, got stabbed. Uh, John sentenced to development hell. <laughs> He got his throat slashed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then finally, we got Mr. Roman Bridger. Repeatedly stabbed, shot, and then finally capped off in the head with a headshot. Well, I will say this, okay? I I did like that Roman, being the only killer, had a kill count of nine. You know, I know there was ten in the movie, including him, but nine, that's impressive because, you know, you got to figure... Uh, every other movie before this had a combined kill count of that many, eight or ten or whatever it was, and that's including the killers. So you gotta, you gotta voice changer. Do what? Teased it with the voice changer. <laughs> uh, yeah, the voice changer. Exactly. I, I, I agree. The voice changer was awesome. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, it, it really, it really, uh, was cool how he just was able to change his voice into different things that was it was it was a, a, a different add to it you know what i mean yeah to be able to use the voice changer to lure people but it was entertaining yeah and he did he lured a lot of people like uh jessica uh jessica i don't know why i'm saying that uh what's her name um well anyway sarah the one that played sarah jenny mccarthy like, but to be fair, it really wasn't a voice changer on that one. It was just Roman. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but anyways, uh, but Pick's yeah. the one time he didn't use it. I know, I'm an idiot, but that's, that's, <laughs> anyways, uh, neither here or there. Arson, take it away. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, you tired of hearing of our voices? That's completely okay. We got an ad break coming right up. Hello. Who is this? Tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Do you like scary movies? 
movies. What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. So, did you enjoy that little ad break? I know I didn't. Anyways, where were we again, gentlemen and gal? Well, it looks like we're uh, approaching our next movie, which is Scream 4, the, the, the continuation and the final in the original quadrility. Quadrility? Quadrilogy. <laughs> and the original OG group. Yes, yes. So, it, the yes. original storyline uh, caps off and finishes with this. So to talk about this, we have Flurp. All right, so welcome to uh, Scream 4. There's not going to be any uh, made-up words in mine. Um, so <laughs> basically what this one comes down to is uh, this actually takes place 15 years after the original movie started. Um, and Sydney is now a published author. Um, she has written a self-help book and returned to Woodsboro for a book tour. Um, due to this, um, it brings back Ghostface. Um, basically putting everybody that she loves in danger. Now, you know, as the movie goes on, it, it's, it's like, oh my god, Ghostface is back. I'm kind of confused. What's going on? And it seems like there's a new main target in the series outside of, uh, outside of Sydney which comes in the form of uh, Jill Roberts, which is um, Kate Roberts, which is Sydney's aunt. So I guess Jill Roberts would be her cousin. Is that how that works? Someone Correct. explain. Yes, cousin. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So this would be her cousin. And um, Jill seems to be kind of like the main um, victim of the movie. Um, it seems like outside of Sydney, um, I honestly thought this was going to be the movie where Sydney died. But anyway, um, moving on, uh, it goes on. Bunch of people die. Um, and <laughs> um, then they constantly throughout the entire movie, they're pointing kind of towards the boyfriend being the killer. Um, and then just kind of sum it up a little bit. Should I just announce who the killers are? That's fine. Mm hmm. Okay, so at the end of the movie, complete plot twist to me. Um, you know, we get introduced to Charlie Walker, which was I thought he was going to be the new series Randy. I did too. Um, mm -hmm. when when they released Charlie, I thought he was going to be the new series Randy, and I thought Jill was going to be the new series Sydney because I thought they were going to kill Sydney, and it turns out that Jill and Charlie were the killers because Jill was big butt sad that uh, Sydney was the famous one in her family and she wanted all the attention. Mm -hmm. So she was basically framing the entire situation um, to where she was going to be the new survivor and be a way better survivor than Sydney ever was. And it was really just kind of pick-me syndrome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, then at the end of the movie, we find out, oh, shit, she didn't actually kill Sydney. And then she tries and she dies in the process. Guess yeah. how? How? Headshot. Oh wow! Really? Headshot. It seems Was like it there's a. 
Actually, I don't even think she needed to get shot in the head. I think they just did it for good measure. <laughs> shot in the heart, wasn't it? No, I think she got shot in the head at the very end, specifically for good measure. All right. It's that zombie land rule. Double tap. I did like yeah, because. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I did like uh, like Judy Hicks in that movie. Mm-hmm. She was annoying as all get out at points. Yeah. But at yep. the end, she really like. I mean, let's be fair. Um, freaking Gail is still a douche in this movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and and uh, you know, and and Judy Hicks is the deputy at the time, and yep. she gets like shot like five times. And you think she's dead, but then I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, I hope she's wearing a vest. And all of a sudden, she pops up and has a vest on. And right? I was just like, yeah. I was like, sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but to think that Jill was the cousin, and Charlie is the brother of Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, but Rory Culkin played such a good role in this movie. I, I enjoyed his part the whole time. He had me fooled a hundred percent. Like I, how do those two even hook up? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did that happen? Like, yeah. Says every yeah, nerd was, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, so it's funny. Cause I was telling Florp earlier, um, for me, like seeing Emma Roberts in this movie, she's normally like the bitchy, like HBIC bully bitch. Right. Mm. And things that she like American horror stories, uh, scream queens like in the horror franchise things that she's in she's the bitchy one yeah and so when this when i was watching this and she was like the nice innocent sweet i was like um one of these things is not right here um, <laughs> i was like the math ain't math in here what's going on and then when i got that ending i'm like there it is that here it is yeah okay this is making more sense now so like it was a surprise but like in the back of my head i was like this is off so like the back of my mind was like okay this is not that big of a surprise but then um it was at the same time because of how they portrayed that character throughout the entire film right and of course you know it was her and her friend group targeted like they didn't really give a shit about the original characters they other i mean they really didn't no they they didn't they were not targeted um and so it it was very fascinating but then it's like at the same time it's like oh that I guess that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. Because Ghostface always has, like, a clear target. And, of course, in this film, they're also targeting the boyfriend of Jill to be, you know, the killer. So, mm-hmm. once again, we're blaming the boyfriend. So right. Which, always blame the boyfriend first. It had a nice <laughs> little twist to it. Like, it really did. Yeah, um, it did. I think it's almost, like, to me, close to second to the top of, you know, of oh, killers, yeah, no. like plot twist wise in the movies. Um, I liked, I liked how they had a lot of the characters in here, like Kirby Reed. Um, you I know, loved Kirby. I did too. Um, and Judy Hicks. Uh, like I said, I like, mm-hmm. I like the new additions. Uh, I, and this is the first time we see a movie inside of a movie inside of a movie. <laughs> so, oh yeah yeah that opening the opening was like like, like yeah stab six was actually stab seven which was inside of scream four <laughs> so it was, yeah it was too scream much four you know one of the rules for scream four was you have to have an opening sequence yeah <laughs> yeah so that that kind of uh 
that kind of worked out, even though it was kind of stupid at the well, same time. They had three, so you know, well, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but um, I will say one thing, and we can move on because you know this. To me, this movie was good, but it's you know, I feel it's like in there's the bottom half of my list. Yeah. The the next couple movies I, I I hold higher than four, even though yes. Um, however, let me just say, can you believe that there is a deleted scene with Wes Craven in this movie? Mm, really? He was he was a coroner. Yes. Fun. And I was uh, I'm upset that they deleted the scene. Like we never seen like I seen that Wes Craven was in this movie. I was like, what seriously? And it shows him as a coroner that the the scenes were deleted, though, unfortunately. Um, so but let's talk kill count. Oh, also one more thing: Anthony Anderson was in this movie. I freaking love Anthony Anderson, and the way he died, like he was the cop that got stabbed in the in the head. Mm. <laughs> and the, the way he died, Deputy Perkins. The way he died, and Adam Brody also. Uh, but the way that Anthony Anderson died was just. I'm sorry, it was funny. <laughs> he gets stabbed in the head, and then he just like slowly, like oh, uh, like you know, <laughs> like one of those things. It was it was hilarious. So mm-hmm. okay, so on that, let's talk kill count. But first, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How many rules are in freaking Scream Four? There's like. There's too many. I don't, I don't know. I couldn't care less. They did. Yeah, a Scream lot Four more. had too many rules. I think yeah. there was like six or seven. They overdid it. Yeah. Um, but that's about all I know about the movie. I haven't really watched the final, the final three that have released. So, mm. gonna be a bit robotic about these ones. The Morigato, uh, Mister Arson. There have been fourteen kills in Scream Four. Fourteen. Um. We have Trudy and Sherry. I think I slightly remember this. They were the opening kills. They get one gets stabbed in the chest and the other gets cut off by another ghost face and gets their throat split. Mm-hmm. Er, so that's Trudy and Sherry. Then we have Rachel, who was stabbed two times in the stomach. Uh, Marnie Cooper was killed off screen and then her body was thrown through a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny Randall in the garage and then stabbed off screen. Mm-hmm. That iconic garage, gotta love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The comeback. Um, we're, oh man, my uh, my vision got blurry for a second. Oh no! <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm good. Olivia stabbed and then used. Wait, what was used to break a window and then gutted? I don't, I don't, I don't want to know how that scene went down. <laughs> uh, Rebecca stabbed and thrown off a building. Deputy Haas stabbed in the back. Uh, Deputy Perkins stabbed in the forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate was stabbed in the back through a mail slot. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. that was the the aunt. Yes. Uh, Robbie stabbed a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor shot in the groin and then. Shot oh in the yeah, head. yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, let's oh, let's face it, that was deserved. <laughs> I mean, to be honest. <laughs> But Jill killed her own mom. Let's just say that's ridiculous. Anyways, continue. Charlie died of a you know, broken heart. Stabbed heart. <laughs> broken heart. Yeah, broken heart. <laughs> I'll say broken heart. Oh god. And then finally we have Jill. Defibrillated in the head. That was awesome. The heart. That was awesome. You wanna know what 
you want to know what one of the interesting things about that entire kill count is? Most of those are before the fucking movie starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flashbacks. So Flashbacks. like if you look at it, if you look at it retrospectively, um Jill and Charlie were the shittiest killers in the entire series. Right, right. But I mean, to be fair, Jill killed her own mother, which really just uh that's that's wild. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she did it to make sure she could claim that fame. Like, he, he, mom yeah. had to die. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Freaking heifer. What an psychopath. Idiot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's that's four in a nutshell. Um, let's move on to five. Yeah. Five. Also named Scream. Um, very creative. Very yeah. Creative. Scream five. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. So Scream 5, we get another time jump once again. Um, so it is set, what, 20, 2022. 25, 25 years 25. later. So it, sa- it says 25 years after a streak oh, right. of brutal murders. Um, now, the Scream 5 was released, like, what, 10 some odd years after 4, something like that? Yeah, uh, 11 years. It was 11 yeah. years. Yeah, so we had another, like, time jump. Um, So Scream 5, we now are introduced to a new starring cast. Um, So, you know, gone are the days of Sydney as the main protagonist. Very sad. We're sad to see Sydney motherfucking Prescott go. It's sad. (laughs) Yeah. And so now we have the new, the new crew. Um, But one big thing in this film is... um, as the characters deem it, it is a requel, which I love this term. Mm-hmm, it is too. a remake, but a sequel. And so this film has so many nods to the original um, and is insane. Um, bec- and uh, the uh, new cast, the new main cast, has some kind of connection to the original cast from the first movie. And so a lot of the storyline and things are the same however we have new characters and so it was such a a nice concept of a sequel because while we did get a whole new set of characters it also wasn't a full remake and they were still continuing the story on um so this whole story is basically they're all terrorized once again by ghostface um and of course this was the first scream film without wes craven so of right. course, all of us are like on our toes. Like, what's ha- what's going to happen? Is this going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Uh, and all of the nods to Wes in right. the movie were fabulous. Like, and the tribute at the end, character. right? Like the one character named Wes, mm-hmm. um, even though they did kill him, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, there was a character named right. Wes. Um, he was killed off, unfortunately. Um, Wait, but somebody then, was you know, killed in have- a slasher film. What? Right. And then they have the whole party scene like for Wes and like it was just it was so nice. Like when I watched that film for the first time, knowing that that was the first one without Wes Craven, I was like, this is so nice. Like, like it just it just made my little heart happy, which it takes a lot. So, um, yeah. And then just at the like the whole film, like finding out all everybody's connection because of course you have the twins which were related to randy right and and i loved and the girl was insanely like randy and i was like i love 
And she was Randy on another level. Like she was an enhanced Randy. Randy times a hundred. Uh, right. Because like the scene with laying on the couch, watching the film, screaming at the movie, which is iconic. And it's very much me and the killer walking up behind, you know, Randy never knew. <laughs> Randy didn't know that was happening. Yeah. And she was self-aware in that moment where she was like, oh shit. And she turned around and saw it coming. So barely, barely, barely. Right. Right. But like it was Randy on the next level. And so that was really nice because Randy was one of those like wholesome characters that we all love and we hated to see go. And so now to have basically, you know, Randy reincarnated was great. Um, The biggest sad moment of the movie for me was the downfall of Dewey. I was like, no please god no not not don't do this to me i was devastated because dewey is like one of my all-time favorite characters his development was wonderfully done like i was so sad to see him go so sad i blame what happened to him i was uh, like why couldn't it be gail yeah i blame what (laughs) happened to him on gail (laughs) i blame everything on gail come on now everything that happened to dewey i'm gonna blame on gail she was there for all every she was there for all of them. I blame him. Yeah. Or I blame her. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was a wild ride of a movie. And like I said, it was very well done um for being a new installment with a new set of characters. So how'd that end? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah. So, yeah, so screen five. So we get to the ending. Of course, we're trying to figure out who the killers are in the entire thing. Um and my, my brain is fizzling right now. Richie um, and Amber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And so we get to the, like, towards the end. And they go to Amber's house where she's having a party. And, like, for me, I'm watching it. And I'm like, why does this seem so familiar? And then I am continuing to watch. And I was like, no. Well, come to find out, Amber lives in Stu Mocker's house. And I'm like, holy shit yeah this is wild and so now we have um amber who is in the house is like obsessed with true crime obsessed with this whole story now that she lives in this house and then teams up with um sam who is one of the main characters of the new franchise and it's her boyfriend yeah. And so, you know, the whole film, I'm like, oh, it's definitely the boyfriend. He's sketchy. Um, this is wild. And um Yeah, it's yeah. It was just it was a it was a very wild ride. In this film, we find out that Sam is also the daughter of Billy Loomis. So, you know, you have both of those connections to the two original killers, which is fabulous um and it it's just wild um so we find out that Richie Sam's Sam's boyfriend and then Amber are both um the killers in Scream 5 um and one thing I'll mention too going all the way back to the first film is I watched I rewatched the first film this week so a lot of that stuff is fresh and in the first film um Billy actually makes a quote there's a quote from billy um about um seeing like dead father in flashbacks like all of this and i'm like fun 
Um, and in the first screen movie, that was a reference reference to Silence of the Lambs, having flashbacks with the dead father, da da da. And then to have that embodied in Scream Five and it be Billy's daughter was like wild to me. And you know, I didn't catch that going through like when Scream Five came out, but then now rewatching Scream this week, I was like, oh, holy shit. So, so let me yeah. let me let me say this because the return of Skeet Orich was amazing. I yes. loved that oh they brought God. him back. Yes. And uh granted he was in, you know, he was in her mind and Sam's mind, but still right. so amazing yeah. to see him back in here. Um also the play the guy who played Richie, his name is Jack Quaid and that's actually Dennis Quaid's son and yes. and he I so wanted him to be a good guy and survive cuz I wanted to see him in the next movie. <laughs> Right. Um, but it was like all signs were pointing to him, even though yeah. him and Sam came from way out of town. However, right. that doesn't matter because apparently Jill and Charlie decided to not sorry, Richie and Amber met yeah. online and you know that's how this little thing came right. to be. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Richie, the whole movie acted like he didn't know anything about the stab films, but yet he was obsessed with them. Yes, and yes. they they wanted it to to go their way, you know, the way it should have gone. And right, um, as stated before, um, you know, Gail's still a douche. Dewey oh, dies right. because Gail was like, well, to be fair, Dewey was all about like, you know, let's. This is a police investigation. Yeah. You know, Which, I mean, Dewey's not even on the police force at right, this point. Right. right. Because he's now been basically his breakup with Gail um, caused him to go into a deep depression. And then they basically told him, like, you can quit or we're going to fire you. And so now Judy is the sheriff. I loved how they brought her, her back and, and her son. Yeah. Her son, Wes. Wes. Yes. And yes. they both both die this is the first time i think that you see a sheriff killed <laughs> in right. the movies uh yes. and, and this set of movies that is um yeah. and let's talk about real quick before we move on about that opening scene it, it's got to be the most incompetent ghost face ever <laughs> like literally literally tara was like completely torn apart you know, like broken leg, just like absolutely yeah. like wrecked, but yet yeah. survived. And, right. and and Amber couldn't get the job done, you know? So, yeah. so that set off a that's chain what, of events. Yeah, that's what gets me about like five and six is I'm like, these people should have died a long time ago. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm just saying, Come on. that was the most incompetent on her half, at least. The most yeah. incompetent ghost face I've ever seen in the beginning of a movie. To actually yeah. not be able to kill. <laughs> like, you yeah. open up the movie killing somebody and you could... Because I was like, I was watching, I was like, wait, doesn't Jenna Ortega star in this? Is she's going to die? And after she... After yeah. the, when it was revealed, she survived. I was like, oh. Okay, okay, right. okay, okay. Right, right. Yeah, I was sure. like... Sure. But, but, but before we move on... Before um, we move on... There was a lot of talking going on and Flip has not had his chance to speak as peaceful. Yeah. So, um, honest opinion, Scream 5, uh, watching this movie, um, 
to be completely honest, it almost took my number one spot. It almost topped the first right. Scream movie for me. It was good. Um, the, the fact that we got introduced to Sam Carpenter, which is the daughter of Billy Loomis, and she has the flashbacks of her dad, um, are absolutely amazing. The fact that the movie ends with her tapping into her father oh my gosh. and just stabbing the shit out of Richie. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... All I can really say about this movie is in a world where everything is a reboot or a sequel or a remake now, this is how you fucking do it. Yep. Agreed. Amen. Agreed. Um, she stabbed him, him like four, like, what was it, 24 times? Stabbed him I in mean, the chest? he earned it. Exactly. Earned it. Yeah. So, he... killing Dewey, it, it sucked. Um, It sucked to see that Dewey died, but I feel like it needed to happen. Agreed. I feel like they needed to kill somebody, and they obviously weren't going to kill fucking Sidney Prescott or Gail Weathers. I would have rather them killed Gail, but... Oh, Sid- yeah, Sidney killed herself for the next movie, <laughs> so, you but, know... Yeah. When you get introduced to Dewey's character in this film, he is so defeated. And you can tell that he's already so done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I mean, it it made the most sense. And also, I hate to say it, but Dewey, you've done this a lot. Why the fuck haven't you learned how to shoot someone in the head yet? (laughs) That's true. Why did he go back, though? I know know he was like, let's shoot him in the head, but why leave him, first of all? And why go back? Just leave. I know. Bless Dewey's little heart. Yeah, uh, I don't understand why he was like, everybody leave, I got this. And it's like, no, dude, you still need help. You're, you're gonna like, die. Yeah. Um, yeah. As he limps but his way up there. <laughs> it, everything about this film was just a perfect nod. And like, even at the end of the movie where like, where you think Sam's about to die and then she looks in the mirror and she sees, you know, her dad and he just kind of like, looks down at a knife yeah i was like that was fucking cool i got cold chills on that it was so amazing i loved it And the fact that they had the umbrella in the little thing too i was like is she about to umbrella this man yeah like um but no i just oh i i don't think that they could have done anything in this film any better and i feel like if they would have done anything differently it would have taken away from the entire experience. Correct. All right, so that being said, Arson doesn't really have anything to say about this movie since he hasn't seen it, but he does have our kill count for us. As for this requel, we have a good eight kills. Same as the first movie. And we're starting it off with uh, these new ghost faces. Their first kill was Vince, who was stabbed in the neck. Hold Uh, on, real quick, real quick. Vince was actually family to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Who was the other? Stu, Stu Mocker. He was was like family, a family member of Stu Mockers. Remember that? Did you, did you, did you catch that? He was killed because they, they were wondering why, he, why they killed him. It was random, but it wasn't. He was actually Stu Mocker's like family, like part, but he, that dude was still a complete douche. But anyways, Vince, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know that, but that's because I haven't watched the movie. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways, next is Sheriff Judy stabbed in the stomach nine times. Yeah. That doesn't sound very pleasant. It wasn't. 
And poor Wes, neck stabbed through, you know, that probably isn't pleasant. Oh, and they showed it, it too. I hated it. I hated every second of that one. It was slow, too. They showed it real slow. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, when the the knife went in the neck? Yes. 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 I loved it. I loved it so much. Oh, it was so... Okay, continue. I got Deputy Clay, throat slid off screen. Probably isn't very. Mm-hmm. He probably wasn't important if it was off screen. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then poor Officer Dewey. Yeah. Stab, gutted. I actually have seen that scene. That's probably the, like, I've seen that one scene because mm-hmm. I just remember scrolling through YouTube and it just, it just popped up and I'm like, wait a second. No. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What got me about that death, though, is for some odd reason, in five fucking movies, that's the first time the killer's ever carried another knife. <laughs> yeah. You think they do that more often? <laughs> so At least, then... you know, more human killers, you know, I, I imagine, you know, Jason and Michael really don't have that problem. They can just do it with their bare hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, comp- considering how incompetent, like, killers are, like, ghostface killers are, especially these two. <laughs> like... All right, so anyways, and the last two that, that uh, perished? Well, actually, there's three more. Oh, three uh, more, sorry. Liv, shot, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot yeah. in the head, and then Richie stabbed in the cheek, and then in the torso mm-hmm. 21 times, mm-hmm. and then throat slit. Yeah. And yeah. then we have Amber, face scorch, and uh, yes. headshot. When that burner came on, I knew she was going to catch fire. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I knew she was. But the quickness that she caught fire was, you know, movie magic, but, you know. There's no way she would have caught fire that fast, but you know, hey, uh, for the scene, it was it was great. So, all right, guys, eight kills, eight kills. That brings us to the last one, Scream Six, and Scream Six. Basically, the the whole synopsis to this is it picks up uh, with the new cast um, from you know Scream Five, and they all move to New York, and basically. Uh, it brings on a new ghost face, uh, which, which is really, really interesting. Um, so basically how that opens up is there are a couple of the, uh, excuse me. Uh, so it opens up, um, I I literally just got a brain fart. Sorry guys. Don't you hate when that happens? I, I really do. Um, all right. So there's these two guys. So they all, they all move, to New York and uh uh Tara is going to college out there and Sarah Sam is basically seeing a shrink and okay. you know the, the twins are doing the twin things. Uh so you know they go out there and there's these two new um like people out there. You you open up seeing this like this lady in in the uh in a bar and she's going to meet somebody, and basically you come to find out she's like the professor of their uh, media club or drama or whatever. And uh, so this person named Jason, um, oddly enough, like basically uh, kills her as Ghostface. And it's the first time this has ever been revealed because... Like, after he kills her, he takes the mask off and drops it, and you see who it is. So I was like, that's interesting. They're revealing the killer? How, how's this going to go? So he goes home to his roommate, um, 
I'm assuming it's his college roommate, uh, Greg, and uh, Greg calls him, and basically, it's it's not Greg, it's the actual ghost face for the movie, <laughs> and he's trying to play hot and cold, and low, come to find out, um, he basically wanted to kill these two, because these two wanted to go and kill Sam and Tara, because they wanted to finish the movie for Richie, uh, from Scream 5. So um, he didn't want that to happen. So he killed both of them. What he did to Greg is absolutely horrifying. He slit him up, cut him up, and put him in the fridge. Like, beheaded him, everything, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and put him in the fridge. And then he played hot and cold with Jason until Jason opened up the, the fridge and saw him. And then Jason died. So, and then it goes on. You, you know, you get all, you go on this whole you know, who did it? Uh, nobody could be trusted. Uh, all of, all of the core group, uh, which is, uh, they're now referred to as what? Does anybody remember? Oh, no, not at all. It has to do with four. Anybody. You should have just said Amanda and Flirt because I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what, what are we talking about? I was looking at something. The four up. group, the four of them in the last movie, what are they referred to? What, well, to be fair, what does, what does Chad refer to them as the a group of four? But what were the what was their nickname? I don't remember. Oh my gosh, you guys! Uh, it's been a minute since I've watched this. Okay. <laughs> oh man, you guys! I, I, you oh, you're 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 talking about the core four, right? There we go. Thank you. I was waiting. I was waiting. I, I was I was just trying to give you time. The core four is what they called it, and they all thought that they were it was a ridiculous name until the end of the movie. <laughs> but but anyway, so basically, um, they go through all this whole really cool thing, which we're gonna go through, and uh, it turns out to be three killers this time instead of two, and it turns out to be the detective. It turns out to be one of the uh, characters, Ethan, uh, which no one trusted. I, I didn't trust him at all. And Quinn, who ended up dying in the movie, so we thought. Uh, so, so we thought. So we thought. So it was really cool uh, the way they did this. Uh, there's there's a lot to you know unravel in this movie. Um, they 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 did they did a really lot. So it turns out that those three are actually like Detective Bailey is the father of Richie Kirsch and Ethan and Quinn are the brother and sister respectively of uh, said killer from the last movie. And this brings us back to Scream 2, like a full circle of like, you know, the reboots, the mm -hmm. the requel, having the, the next movie have the, the parents uh, be a part of the killing. And, <clears throat> you know, so... It was to me. It was a really, really uh, good movie. It wasn't as good as the fifth. Uh, don't get me wrong, but it was a really, really good movie. And but the but, three killer plot twist. The three killer plot. I I didn't see it coming. Right. I, I I did not see that coming at all. But it's funny because like in a way you think like oh that makes up one film where there's like one killer. So yeah. we still haven't like it's still averaging two per movie. Right. And yeah, so it's 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 quite 
interesting, you know, like all yeah. like Dermot Moroni, Mulroney was Detective Bailey. And I was thinking, well, you know, he's he's going to be a good guy, right? You know, he's not going to be bad. Um, Wrong. Also, there's an, a, a huge amount of stabbing in this movie, but yet uh, yes. so many survived. Again, right? you, get, you get the core four that survive. And you, I, I truly thought Chad was dead. Like straight no. up. <laughs> here, here, here's my thing. So in in Scream Five, Chad was stabbed seven times, and True. he he survived. Yeah, he did. And in this movie, um, you know when number one, I thought this was really cool because this is the first time that you see two Ghostface kill a character at the same time. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, when you see Scream and Cousin Holler pop out and, you know, they start stabbing the shit out of him, um, they stab him like 11 or 12 times. So Chad's been stabbed like 19 times total in the series. Dewey was only stabbed nine. Right. Well, um, up until he died, <laughs> he was he was stabbed um, nine before he died. Yeah, And then 10 was and then but they kind of made it known that he was going to get stabbed, that he was going to die because he's like, I've already been stabbed nine times. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? Right. Um, but yeah, like Chad, how he's alive blew my damn mind. Like they, and, and the one thing that I do hate, and it's one of the things that I've always nitpicked is the fact that like at the end of the movie, they show these characters like Jenna Ortega. She was like fully fucking stabbed. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, she's just got like, some some cloth wrapped around her and right like, right she's right. not in the hospital or nothing like they just they just wrapped it up and called it a day it's like ma'am you need a hospital right and let's not forget to mention the return of kirby yes i mean and the fact that they tried to like manipulate us to think kirby was a psycho which right. they like, did a damn good job they on. really did. did i thought oh my gosh it's her and then know, all of a sudden right? dermot oh detective bailey just they threw us I off like and to be Kirby fair, marbles. I thought Kirby died in the last movie. They never, well, in the fourth movie, I never, they never said anything about her surviving until she showed up and I was like, what in the world? And then she describes what happened and she shows her scars. You want to talk yeah. about my scars? Anyways, <laughs> so, um, but she talks about that. She's like, she died for four minutes. Uh, so technically she did die. But right. but she did come back, and so I was glad to see her back, and she actually survived the movie as well. Um, yeah, another... I was sad to see Gail survive another fucking movie. I don't know how she survived that. I, she should have died. I for sure this was going to be the one. I was like, oh my god, it's the one. Wow. And let's talk about how this is the first movie without Sydney. So Sydney yes. is not present. In she is mentioned. And she's written off in this storybook ending like, oh, she's she's had enough. She's going to go live her life with her kids and husband, blah, blah, blah. Like, OK, I get it. That That's that's great. You you go live your life. But the reason she wasn't in there is because she wanted more money and the studio wouldn't give her the more money. So they wrote her out. That's the reason. And that brings yeah, us right. to. Do the I, I, of the franchise. Yes. But that also brings us to Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega could not become, may not be coming back for the next installment because of similar disputes. Jenna Ortega can't come back because she has scheduling conflicts. Yeah, it's a scheduling Wednesday. issue. From what I heard, I, I was doing researching on this, and she asked for more money because of, you know, I mean, she's got rising popularity. They're going to, they would work with the scheduling issues. 
Well, I also, if it, if it had anything to do with money, I'm pretty sure to get possibly the hottest female star in acting right now, I feel like they would throw whatever they wanted at her. Neve Campbell, that's a little bit different of a story. And the reason why I say that is because, like, her wanting more money is cool, except for the fact that she wants more money to do less work right now, because the story's not about her anymore. Right. right. Um, in the original Scream films, she was paid more than most action actors at the time. Yeah. Because those were her movies. Right. And, of course, in Scream 5, she didn't get paid as much because of the fact that she was not a main character anymore. Right. Right. And, like, you know, it's kind of like showing up to do a cameo somewhere. Like, they're not going to pay you a million dollars to show to show up somewhere for a half hour. Right. Like, well, you know, it's not about her anymore. Right. And well, she needs to realize that. It's probably going to be now that they're fucked, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say this. I mean, you could still star it off of Sam. She she is a great actress, and she did a great job. Sam as, got fired. Do what? Sam got fired. Wait, Sam did? Yeah, yeah. They, they fired her. <laughs> I, did, I, I did not know that. So yeah. Jenna Ortega and... Uh, Sam I, are both out. Yeah, they, they I, fired Sam's actress. How are you yeah. going to finish the trilogy without the two main stars? Yeah, well, it's funny because Flurp and I were talking about this earlier, too. Because, like, I was, like, throwing these, like, theories, ideas out one day, I think, with, with Mage. And I was like, I don't know what they're going to do for the seventh movie. Like, I, I have no idea. And then I was like, you know, I could make, I was like, the worst case scenario would be if they did a fucking Gale-centered movie. I would literally riot. Hey, they could bring um, Kirby back, too. <laughs> and well and that's like my far that was like my far off like probably last resort theory was i'm yeah. like it could be a kirby movie like um i'm like they could do something with the twins because the twins were iconic yes but you know it's there's so many like theories that you could go based off of of what seven is going to be of course they could bring sydney back and do a sydney movie which at this point doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but um yeah like there's so many things that they could do with seven now that you know our two new main characters are gone. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, they fired her because uh, she made comments about what's going on between Palestine and Israel. And the studio was like, yeah, no, you're not, you're not doing that. Even though like, it's totally something that, you know, you know, it, it's not like, you know, you have nothing to do with that, but um, they fired her on the spot, um, which, made a lot of people very pissed off because she was, you know, just speaking what she supports. Yeah. And uh, then the same week, Jenna Ortega quit. So mm. um, I don't know that it actually had anything to do with scheduling issues, um, but you can't fire the only thing keeping your series going. Right. And then expect to make a seventh movie because Matthew Lillard already stated um, that he would not, you know, if if it was correct, um, there may have been a situation in which, because one of the most speculated things in all of Scream history is, is Stu Mocker dead? Right. And... Did you call him Lillard? Yeah, that's how I've always pronounced it. I don't care if I pronounce it wrong. <laughs> um, okay. Why? Um, but... He flat out said that due to what the hell's going on now, he's like, he may have came back. 
as like the main the main bad guy in Scream 7. Mm -hmm. But now the fact that you know all of this happened, he's like that movie's going to end up in development hell and he doesn't want anything to do with it. Well, and he's got so, FNAF, so it's like, you know, he's going to yeah, I mean, that FNAF franchise is going to be wild. Fucking sucked. And but, why, well, well, that's for another day. Yeah. Um <laughs> All right, so, I, I did not have fun with uh, I didn't have fun with that movie. Well, um, all right, so it's interesting that yeah, Scream Seven. Uh, well, that's for another day, guys. Um, Scream Six was still in my my book uh, a really good movie. Uh, granted, mm -hmm. you know, it was I, perfect. I, it, it was it was good. Um, you know, the the killers, you know, kind of fall under the line of Nancy Loomis and Mickey. But at least, and it's family. I don't know where Mickey ever came in on that. To be honest, it's just like, right. but he just I, worked there. Yeah, at least, at least Ethan and Quinn and Detective Bailey were all in it together. You know, they did it as a family. It's all about family. You know, and th these movies are definitely all about family. Like you can't deny that because every movie is about another crazy family member coming out of, out of the world work somewhere along the lines, mm -hmm. and it's it's so nuts. But um, that being said, we need to check in with Arson. Arson, what's our kill count? I'm so glad you asked, Richard. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. We have a whopping 13 deaths in Scream 6. Which is the most. Starting with Lara, who was stabbed 11 times and slashed. Mm -hmm. Greg, you know, we already know what happened with Greg. You, you guys basically had a yeah. conversation about that. Yeah. He decided to cool off in the fridge. Uh, we got <laughs> Jason stabbed one time in the back, 11 times in the stomach, and then slashed. And then uh, I do remember this scene, uh, the bodega. Um, that was a pretty good scene. I really liked that. We got bodega customer number one, stabbed four times in the torso. Number two was stabbed once in the neck, and then the bodega owner, who uh, really messed up with his shotgun there, and then got shot for it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then moving on from the bodega, we got uh, Dr. Christopher Stone, head bashed and stabbed in the face with a knife. Uh, we got Quinn's lover, butchered off screen. Uh, poor Anika Kayoko, who, and I quote, was sent dumpster diving from five stories up. Oh, and the marks on her face. Oh my gosh, that was so mm -hmm. horrid. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. Uh, then we got Brooks, stealth killed, and then thrown through a bookshelf. Mm -hmm. And then we got Quinn, for real this time, uh, brought a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> yep. Uh, Detective Bailey, stabbed 31 times, and then once more, with feeling in the eye. And then finally, Ethan stabbed in the mouth and later crushed with the TV. Yeah, that was that was a really good scene to be killed with the same TV that killed Stu. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. supposedly. Uh, so well, the reason why it's up in the air on whether Stu on whether Stu's actually dead is he was in the second Scream movie. Was he? Yes, he was walking around as a background character in a scene. I can send it to you. I need to see that because I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, he was at a party. Hold on. It huh. predates all the way back to the beginning. That's interesting. How in the world? Um, so they um, 
So Matthew Lillard was there oh, for um, the second filming. Look, I don't care how it I hurts, pronounce it. It hurts my head. Just, just let it go. I, Come on. Let get it over go. it. All right. Um, but yeah, he was in Scream 2. Well, you'll have to send that to me, definitely. That's pretty cool. So, all right, guys, that is our that is our full order and disarray of Scream franchise. Um, maybe we'll we'll do a scary movie next. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but um, everybody knows Scary Movie Two is the best, anyway. So, um, anyways, um, that's a story for another day. But I want to quickly. I just ready. I'm sorry, but anytime I think Scream, I usually don't ever think of the actual Scream movies. I just think of the stupid, scary movie part. Where he runs down the stairs away from the piano. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then the grandma getting hit with the piano. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I'm going to have to sit down and watch a couple of them. But, uh, but yeah, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me for this past a uh, lot longer than what we should have been. I know this episode's a little longer, but we did discuss all six of the movies and uh, in pretty good vivid detail on some of them. Um, and that was without even tearing apart the TV series. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's a forgettable <laughs> uh, thing. So, so but, forgettable, I didn't even watch it. <laughs> but guys, yeah. um, if you would like to uh, comment on any of these, on any, any of, our, uh, of our talk or whatever, we've got our social media. It will be in the... The link below in the description, uh, it's our link tree. So if you would like, uh, please comment, uh, let us know. If you have any ideas for uh, future podcasts, we would sure love to hear them. But I hope you guys have a fabulous week. And uh, yeah, just uh, don't ever go out of a room and say, I'll be back. I'll be right back. Anyways. I want to thank you guys for uh, being here with me, all all three of you. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh huh. On that note, Arson, would you like to say something before we leave? Uh, I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> all right. So he's dead. <laughs>